Coming up, Randy Lewis and I talk about, well, random thoughts. Stay tuned. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. Welcome back to another edition of Random Thoughts from the Road. I thought we'd do something different this week, and that is just go by what the title says, Random Thoughts. We don't really have a subject matter. I'm here with Randy Lewis from Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. What's up, everyone? Don't know why I keep inviting him back, but it's like when you feed a stray dog, they just keep coming back. Yeah, you just can't kick hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I'm feeling rejuvenated, honestly. Super excited for this week. We, uh, we had bike fest over the last week. I finally got out of the shop. I decided, my wife actually decided that it was time. I needed to take an hour or two off. A so, whole, uh, an actual whole hour. Yes, yes, yes. We, we actually took two hours off. So. Got a nap? <laughs> nah, there's no time for that. <laughs> so I'm feeling rejuvenated because I finally just got to go on almost a leisure ride. So. We took the old deluxe out. It's just uh, basically a day tripper style bike. It's no frills, no bags, no shit. Just eight pingers and barely a second seat. Really? Did you get back with that? Did you have a service vehicle go with you? Oh, shut up, man. <laughs> shut up. Who's, who's bikes in whose shop right now? Cosmetics. Eh. Now, it runs good. Eh. You always need cosmetics. <laughs> I guess, you know, when, you, when he's right, he's right. I can't deny that. Yeah, yeah. I'm beyond the point of prettiness. That is for sure. There is nobody that can fix you. That Thanks. That is for a fact. Thanks. I own it. I'm just glad you're married to Helen Keller so that she doesn't have to understand what she's really <laughs> got. <laughs> That's right. I own it. Yeah. Might as well, right? Yeah. So we, uh, I don't know, man. It was just a good night. We ripped ass down there. Um, ate dinner at Tucker Shuckers. Yeah. Had a couple drinks. Um, just got to get out. And honestly, you know, big crowds are kind of whatever. It was kind of neat to see a ton of different bikes and, and what, what everyone was on, what everyone was into. Um, I realized some things about myself over the weekend. It's that I love motorcycles, but I don't entirely love motorcyclists or the quintessential quote unquote bikers because it was, I mean, it was just my dick's bigger than yours. My bike's so much cooler. Don't even get me off on a tangent. I mean, honest <laughs> to God, that's why I ride alone. Yeah. I mean, I get along better with people that ride alone. Yeah. It's real people. The, the real people that, that I like. Uh, but the ones that are out there that you're just showing off. And I know I, this is probably not the right kind of venue to be venting a little bit, but <laughs> it's, it's vent week. Yeah. So there you go. I'm going to do it. Uh, the, as you say, the, my dick's bigger than yours. Look what I got. I have absolutely zero time for that. Right. Right. I don't give a shit what you're riding. No. You know? And honestly, if it's a Yammer Jammer, a Harley, a Victory, a, yeah. a, a moped, I don't care. At least you're out riding. I agree. I totally agree. And I don't, it's just, I guess what got me on it was, um, you know, most people, whether you have a Harley or not, which I know everybody always says, oh, all Harleys do is sit in the garage and get polished. But uh, 
you know, I met a guy had a, had a really, really nice bike. Honestly, it was new, it was expensive, you know, that type of thing. But I mean, it was absolutely trashed, filthy, like mud and dirt. Is it like a rat bike? No, no, it was a stock, um, gosh, what was it? I think it was a Dyna Super Glide is what it was. Um, so, I mean, I say nice bike. It was, it was like a 16 or 17. So not, not terribly old, you know, probably paid good chunk of money for it. Um, some guy was wiping down his Honda and he was like, you know, those, some explicits are meant to be road, not wiped down. And I just kind of looked at him and I was like, why would you treat your motorcycle like that? Like, why would you treat it like shit? Just because you ride up and down a gravel road or you haven't washed it in three years since you bought it. Why does that make you some hardcore badass biker over a guy that wants to keep, you know, his investment clean, well taken care of? Preventative maintenance. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's just, I just don't get that in my mind. Like, it's just not a thought process. I think what it boils down to for me is the judgmental aspect of everything. Mm. People uh, looking at you one way or another, whether they look at you with uh, disdain or praise or whatever, it doesn't matter. Just get out there and live life. I know, man. Forget everybody else and their opinions. What's that old saying? Uh, uh, Wolves don't lose sleep over the opinions of sheep. I mean, that's just it, man. Just go out there, like what you like, do what you want to do. And somebody Absolutely. has an issue with it, you know, they don't have to be around, you no. know. I say I was rejuvenated. Now it sounds like I'm bitching the whole time. <laughs> the bitch squad. <laughs> yes. Change it to the bitch squad. <laughs> there you go. Sundays with the bitch squad. <laughs> man, I just forgot how amazing it is to just get out and ride with, with, no agenda, no nothing, you know. It's so therapeutic. It really is. I log a lot of miles through the week, but hell, it's on everybody else's bike and I'm, I'm constantly looking for problems. So it's kind of one of those things you, you know, I found myself getting in this mental state when I was getting on my bike. Like, well, what's wrong with it? What's, what's it doing? What's it not doing? How's it performing? And then finally I was just like, you're an idiot. I mean, you're on a bike. Just go ride. Enjoy the ride. Forget everything out there. And it, it kind of, it kind of brought me back to what is great about riding in the first place is just getting out there, getting in the wind, you know, the smells, the sights, the sounds, hearing the exhaust and just not having that care or thought process about much. So what about you, Craig? How's your week been or weekend rather? You know, uh, it's been busy. I am, um, I'm retired, but I have five old clients. Well, they're not old, but five <laughs> Long clients. Term. Five long-term clients that I had when I still had my business going, and I've kept them on just Mm. because they've become friends. And one of them has asked me to create another website for him. And so that's been busy. It's over with. So cool. I get paid. Yeah. Who doesn't like money? Well, I I have no use for it. Yeah. (laughs) Except for when it comes to buying things and paying bills. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to do that, right? But um, have you... um, we were talking earlier before we started this about the uh, helmet laws. Oh yeah, yeah down at, where laws. down in Arkansas, you cross you know the yeah. line and you don't have to wear a helmet, but in Missouri you do. But they just recently, for those of you that are not from Missouri or, or maybe from out of the area thinking about coming down here, they recently passed a bill where you didn't have to wear a helmet, uh, but the governor vetoed it uh, a yeah. month or two ago. Yeah, that's, this has been an ongoing fight for as long as I can possibly remember with the helmet law. Um, I've got buddies from all over the country and they literally will ride 
100% around the state just so they don't have to wear a helmet, which seems silly. Okay. People will be like, well, why would you go hundreds of miles out of your way just to get around wearing a helmet? And the majority of them, what they're, what I take from their opinion is, is because I can, you know, I don't, I don't want to wear a helmet and I don't want someone telling me I have to wear a helmet for whatever reason. So that's, that's a lot of it. You know, granted there's people out there that they have to wear a helmet. They just love it. Can't get around it. They can't wrap their mind around how unsafe it would be to ride without a helmet, whatever. Um, that's great. Wear your helmet. No problem. But for guys that don't want to wear a helmet. That's it. Yeah. Now, you know, personally speaking, personally, and we're not going to get it politically get into this because that's just stupid as a non-political channel. But for me personally, I like wearing helmets. Mm. <clears throat> Even when I go down to Arkansas, I, I wear my helmet. But uh, I am dead set against a government telling me I have to. Right. More of a libertarian in that aspect. I wouldn't want to be told that I've got to do something that reflects my own personal, and it's not hurting anybody else. For me, I, I just don't like somebody telling me what I have to do. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's the government or anything else. I just don't tell me what I can or can't do. So where's your wife? She's in uh, Chicago. Is that why you're being able to say this so freely? You betcha. <laughs> no. I have the fortunate uh, deal of she don't listen to these. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll say any damn thing I want to. Look at you. All chest out and proud. Like. That's right. I'm peacocking now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but with that, man, I'm the same way. Like, don't tell me what I can, can't do. You know, as soon as you do that, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Anyway. That's right. That's so, put your back against the wall. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's that fight then, or flight mentality. Then we've got a problem. I'll fight every time. Um, but, you know, well, I I'm think... too old and broke down to fight anymore, but I got a guy. <laughs> you know, a guy. <laughs> and I carry. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just. For me, it's just that, you know, granted, eye protection definitely need, you know, especially without wearing a helmet, you know, who wants to get a bug in the eye and then go down? I could see where eye protection, there's a lot of states that say, you know, without helmets that you have to wear eye protection. And on top of that, you can't wear tinted eye protection after a certain time of day or after dusk or whatever. So it has to be clears or yellows after dark. Um, and actually, I think Florida is one of those states where you can get ticketed for wearing sunglasses after really? dark with no helmet. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of, you know, all states have little things like that, you know, along with their helmet or no helmet law. Well, let's shift gears. New things coming out from Harley. Yeah. Yeah. They got uh, a prototype. It's not available to the public, so don't go to Harley's website and try to find it because it's not there. And we're full of shit, so. Yeah. But <laughs> But you can go to YouTube and find all kinds of videos on it with it and see what the bike is. And mm -hmm. they produced a bike, and it's a V-twin liquid-cooled um, sport adventure sport bike. Man, I am in. Yeah, I am hooked. It's a on prototype this called. They're calling it the Pan America. The Pan America, huh? That Porsche. That's an issue. Going to have you do her saying Porsche is yeah. going to have an issue with that. I could see them maybe having a little issue, but you know whatever. Um, I believe you know a Porsche came out with a car called a Panamera. I'm pretty sure it was a Panamera, not a Panamerica. Um, kind of a station wagon. Should have put thing. the C in there, and they did have been a lock. Exactly. And then Harley would have been jacked. Now, yeah. On top of that, you know that's freaking amazing that they've come up with a bike named the Panamerica. Adventure bikes and dual sport bikes. Right now, I, I'm really into. Um, I'd really like to have an adventure bike right now. 
Because right. they're like we've talked about this before. There's so many back dirt roads in the mm-hmm. Ozarks mm-hmm. that I could go a lifetime and not cover them all. You know, there's this deal out, and I could be wrong on this. Someone's gonna have someone's gonna have the information on this out there. But I believe you've heard of like the gumball race you know, right. across America and cars, you know, doing uh-huh. whatever you want to do type of thing. Um, I believe, which someone, a customer was telling me, they have something like that for dual sports, but you cannot get on main roads. Like it's basically a race across America on back roads and, and side roads and not well-known roads. Like no interstate riding, you know, limited highway stuff, but there's a race out there. You go across America on dual sports doing just that but it's i don't know what it's called but i've actually heard people talk about that before that intrigues me a lot it does me too yeah Uh, that's cool it would be i mean you're gonna have to get on a pavement somewhere if nothing else just across the road but yeah that would be really cool heck yeah it would be cool i mean i tell you what that's a test you know the race with the old vintage bikes across America. Now that's a test in itself to keep them running. They, they ride like 50 miles an hour. They rattle all that crap, but to get on a dual sport, high suspension travel, super comfortable, you know, nice, nice bikes, believe it or not, not just your KLR 650. That's, you know, a rattle trap type, but, um, I mean, how badass would that be to just rip across America on dirt roads? That would be cool. I used to have a, I don't remember the model number, it was a Yamaha 500 single yeah. thumper <laughs> that it was a dual sport. Yeah, Man, that, like I, I've said before, I'd like to have all my old bikes, but yeah, you can't hardly find those anymore either. No, no, I'm sure you can't. But Stuff something like just that. to get on here and, you know, I live on a dirt road, so I can get on here and take and go left or go right and mm-hmm. be gone for three or four hours and never touch the highway. You know, exactly. That's, I mean, that's just something about that. In our area, backroading is amazing. Like getting out and seeing the backside of every country in the little streams and rivers and crap like that. And, you know, I always had a guy just recently acquired a couple of dirt bikes to go do that on. You know, you get to a creek or whatever, shit, jump off the bridge, ride up the river, ride up the creek, see what's what. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really cool. But it's always been limited to the back road. So now you come out with a dual sport. Get on something like that, and you can feel proud that you own a Harley one, which people are going to say, well, that's not a real Harley. It's liquid-cooled. It's made somewhere else. Whatever. But to be able to run down a highway and then all of a sudden just be like, hey, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear through this you know, back road or this field or this whatever. Well, I would say that uh, if anybody from Harley, which they're probably not, uh, is listening or any other manufacturer for that matter, mm-hmm. want uh, to uh, provide us with a couple of bikes to test, Randy and I are available. I'm your dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring it on down. So you don't have to bring it. We'll come and get it. Yes, please. I'll I'll come get it and ride it back. Yeah. But I've always had this hard on for this motorcycle that came out. Ah, I can't, I can't remember six, seven years ago, maybe, maybe back in 12. I I can't remember. Um, Honda made it, which I'm a big Honda fan. Granted, I ride a lot of Harleys, but if it's not a Harley, like Honda's it for me. It's a good bike. They have the African twin. Yep. It's their top seller. It it's, is. Honda is one of our sponsors, and um, the Africa Twin, bar none, is the biggest bike going out the door. I love that motorcycle. Recently, I had a customer. Uh, he traded out two or three of his, his antique or vintage or whatever you want to say, V65 Magnus. So he's going to sell them. Uh, Honda dealership out of state got wind of him wanting to sell them. I guess the owner of that dealership's a collector. And he traded in 
his three V65 Magnas, or Sabres maybe, for this new Africa Twin. So he's been in and out of the shop on it, and I've gotten to log some miles on it. And absolutely am in love with that thing. I mean, it is so fun to ride. A lot of power, great suspension, great handling. Um, if you're into the trinkety things, you know, all the, the mode selections, ABS, deselect, and, and selectable and stuff like that. Like, it, it's just cool. One of the dreams I've had would be to have a dual sport and venture bike, whatever you want to call it, and go to Alaska. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really rad. Uh, I'd probably be on the yeah, ability yeah. to do that now, but yeah, uh, they don't make an adventure bike with three wheels. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it frightens me to think that there'll be coming a day that I need one with three wheels, oh, a bike, but not if it, if it, if it happens, it'll be the coolest trike on the road. Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to be one of those dudes that rides a stock, stock trike. You know, stock no, stock. I wouldn't even start with a stock one. No. I'd just, here's just the bike custom yeah. and fix it. I Great agree. big fat. Tires on the back. Yeah, yeah. You talk about road tripping on a, a dual sport or adventure bike or what have you. Um, I got a I got a customer that's got a BMW R12. Took it to Argentina. Now everybody I talked to about did this, he have it shipped down there? Or no, he ride it all the way down he there. He rode it down there and back. How and cool that right there. Yeah, yeah. You know me. I'm like frick yeah, dude. I'm gonna see some shit. I'm gonna go get in a spot where I'm not gonna be able to get into or get out of very easily like that bit of adventure and excitement of this is going to sound horrible my wife's like yeah that's him and he's an idiot but that kind of life or death type of thing you go to a country like that or a situation like that where around every corner they hate your guts they're looking to rob you kill you still whatever that's not really so um, you know possibly what? not but i've been all around the world and you know a lot of people don't know this about me but uh, one of my big things and i haven't done this in a long time because of the nature of where i live but uh, my wife will tell you I have uh, a history of being a big-time blue-water sailor. Oh, really? Huh? And people that don't know me. Striped, you mean like striped shirts and loafers? and like I mean like those... uh, maybe sailing buck naked because you're in the middle of the ocean <laughs> and nobody sees you. <laughs> sunburn on the, sunburn <laughs> on, the, on the ass or the uh, twigs and berries is not to be uh, now, trifled with. Now let's I sailed straight. a Let me... sailboat once a from uh, Long Beach, California to Honolulu by myself. That'd be cool. I'd love to make fun of you about that, but that'd be cool. I was that, gonna, that's I my other like... passion, but because of where I'm at and the time in my life that I'm at now, of course, that's that's in the past, but I like adventure things, which was going mm-hmm. to, which you were saying, you know, I like the idea of riding down to Alaska or to Argentina, if you will. Um, that that intrigues me a lot. Oh, man. To get in a situation where if the crap hits the fan... It's you. Yeah. You're going to yeah. fix it or you're going to go down. Right, man. Put all your chips in you. That's, yeah. that's where I'm at. That's badass in my yeah. opinion. You know, it's just something about that is just absolutely just cool. It's like the American type dream, you know, for everybody traveling elsewhere to come to America to find your new horizons, to find your new beginning or or what have you. Like take that adventure, get out, go some, go do something unknown and just relish in it. Exactly. But, you know, you were talking about that, the bike car looks big, the Panamera. It seems like I've seen in a magazine, you know, some time ago, there was a yellow Harley. I'm pretty sure it was a Harley set up like a dual sport. And they had had Panamera painted on the side of it. And this guy, like, I want to say he shipped it all over the world. Like he's rode it in every country on the continent. 
Well, I was reading about it this week, and I was looking at some YouTube videos and reading some articles. From what I've gathered so far at the time of this taping, obviously it's not been released. They're talking very little about it. They have several bikes that they have produced. I've seen what it looks like. It looks a whole lot like the uh, the Honda, mm-hmm. and um, or just about well, frankly, like any uh, adventure bike. They yeah. all kind of look the same. Yeah. Uh, the, the, all of the ones that I've seen were gray. Obviously, because they're not going to give out any colorings or anything. Right. Like they look sharp. Like I said, we're available for test rides. I know they've made them. I know they're mm-hmm. getting them out to people to try out. <laughs> if you want a nobody from nowhere with a crappy opinion on everything. That will tell you it's great if it's great and tell you it's shit, shit if it's shit. Yeah. Look us up. That's exactly right. I'm your Huckleberry. Harley's got another thing that they come out with uh, new for 2020. Now, this is available. Cost you a 1000 bucks a pop. Most motorcycle companies have had this for a few years. Harley's new with it this year. Why the delay, I, I don't know, but I'm sure there's a reason. They're calling it the Reflex Defensive Rider System. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Why don't you just say Variable Anti-Lock Braking System? or Wouldn't that be so- ABS? Yeah, ABS. They're obviously. calling it the RDRS. <laughs> well... Because isn't it, isn't it in the braking system part of it, it's just proportioned front to rear like Honda's done for years? Yeah, it's like they're saying it's a 70% front, 30% back brake. It's available as an option, but not on the electric glide standard. I'm not sure why mm. not on that bike. But it's like I said, it's not a new system. It's just new to Harley. Yeah. Uh, but it's like anything else. You know, a lot of people are wondering, well, should I get that? Is it worth a thousand bucks extra? I to guess. me, no. Because the things that it features, you should probably already know how to do. <laughs> you should know about how to brake. Right, applying uh, You know, back. you should know how to do cornering because it has cornering ABS, vehicle hold control. So, like, if you're at a stoplight on a uh, hill, mm-hmm. whether it's up or down, uh, it automatically holds your bike in place until you put the throttle on. Well, in my way of thinking, if you can't do that, you probably should get right. some training, go back to school. Go buy a Tesla that does all that shit for you. Right. Well, nothing really replaces, uh, you know, good riding techniques and practice. Right. But it does have a, a tire pressure system. Mm. Monitor. Yes, for you gauge watchers out there that... Here's the deal, man. That didn't check your tire <laughs> pressure before you got on the bike. Yes. I'm Maybe I'm just too much of an asshole for some people. I but, can verify uh, that. Yes. But that's why I like you. In all the... All the women out there that listen to this, I mean no offense by this, but I swear it is the pussification of America. Because since the beginning of time, you had to take care of your stuff. You had to know what you were doing. You had to have a grasp of somewhat of the mechanicals of what you were riding to be proficient at it. You know, you you check tire pressure, check oil, check all that crap, go on your ride. I mean, DOT has a checklist for semis, and people have to check that crap every time they get in their truck to, to go. You know, there's a checklist for cars. There's an inspection list on cars all all the time. But now you're making it to where every Tom, Dick, and Harry or Sally gets on these motorcycles with no knowledge of anything, no real experience of anything, and then gets out there and is going to be pissed if their hill assist doesn't work because they can't hold the brake manually for an extended period of time. These are the people I don't like riding with. <laughs> talking about that earlier. Yeah. I, it doesn't it doesn't bother me. It just, well. It bothers you. It bothers me. It pisses me off. 
Yeah. Because sometimes what my wife and I'll be watching the news or whatever and hear some of these stories about people being so worked uh, up over everything. Ones. And I just looked at her and shake my head. And what the hell has happened to America and to people? And right. People in general, like you said, being pussified. It's grow a pair. It's accountability. And do your deal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you are on a motorcycle. You are on two wheels. It does not need to have lane departure and brake assist and hill assist and ass warmers and, you know, stuff well, no, your coffee. You, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of people out there. A lot of manufacturers make heated seats, heated grips, all that, all that crap. Um, and I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm not saying it's mine, but I'm not saying that you are quote unquote. Um, For less the record, than I do not have heated seats, <laughs> but I do because I ride a lot in the winter. I do, I do have a, a heated underliners. There's something to be said for being comfortable. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to, if it's, you know, 25 degrees out and the road's clear. Right. Are you going to try to be a tough guy and go out there and ride and be miserable? Or are you going to plug in your underliners, which nobody knows you have on, and you're going to be as warm and comfortable as your home is sitting in your recliner? Well, this is what it is for me because I'm an That's idiot. because you're young. It, possibly. Possibly. And I've. I don't kneel to anybody, so why should I kneel to the elements as well? Um, I say once you try it, you'll never go back. That's why I don't want to try it because <laughs> I don't want to be that that guy. No, uh, actually, for me, the only thing that I really need, unless it's bitterly cold, is uh, heated liner socks. Yeah, and gloves. Yeah, your toes and your fingers are warm. The rest of your body will compensate. We can deal with that. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. That's probably something I should do more of because. You know, my hands are so stiff half the time and stuff like that and, you know, ankles and feet. Just those – take care of those things. And, in fact, I believe there's studies out there that if, you know, you keep your feet warm and your hands warm, the rest of your body is actually naturally feels warmer. But back to all those things with Harley, I'll, I'll praise them because get with the times. You know, we've, talk, we've talked about this before. Go ahead. Be somewhat innovative. You know, I I – and people like you and I are the small niche market now, okay? We're not the mass popularity as far as what we like is not what everyone else likes. And it is slowly growing away from that and going to, you know, more electronics, more ergonomics, more comfort items. That's just business. Yes. You better keep yes. up or you're going to get left behind. Exactly. That's exactly right. You know, there are older, I say older, older than me, people that can't get with twin cooled motors on a Harley, like the liquid cooling and things like that, because that's just not a Harley. Well, let's face it. It is a Harley. It's just a Harley of the new times. You're also not riding your knucklehead or your pan head or your shovel head. You know, I remember even when you had those, you bitched about them. So let's there be, are those of let's us in this society <laughs> that are going to bitch about anything, no matter what you put in front of them. Yes. Bitch, 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 yes. bitch. So great for Harley. Let's, you know, finally jump on board with stuff that's been being produced for over a decade now. I commend them for doing their best to try to keep up. Right. Well, you know, come out with new innovative things, like you said. Yeah. Now on the other side of that, you know, coin has two sides. Great. You know, all claps for them. But on the other side, it's like, what the frick? You are Harley Davidson. Why is it taking you so long to get with that? You're not innovating anything. You're just applying it to your market. Well, they're playing catch up. <laughs> yeah. Like there's, you know, you're talking about stuff, you know, integrated braking systems. Shoot, BMW, Honda, other manufacturers have had those for years where 
you apply the rear brake and it applies a certain percentage to the front and the rear. You know, dual front disc, one is operated off the back. You know, that's been going on for a long, long time. You know, fuel injection was around. Then they finally got with it. You know, ABS has been around. Then they finally got with it. And then now integrated braking systems. Now they're finally getting with it. Like, shoot, there's so much stuff. Like, why don't they come up with the electric windshield too that moves up and down for different height riders? And then you don't have to buy new windshields all the time. Or say you're riding in town and you want to get a little bit more wind in your face. Why not make that thing that, you know, comes down? You know, there's, there's stuff like that that you could do. So why haven't they done that yet? So I guess it's just what the market calls for and, they're maybe they're smarter than I am, which that's that is very true. They are smarter than I saying, am. I don't yes, say that out loud. I've got one last question on this particular, uh, mm-hmm. not this subject, but on this particular podcast, right out of left field because it just came to my mind as things do some from time to time. Mm-hmm. Suzuki, yes. why have you not ever seen any advertising or marketing from Suzuki? They're still in business. Oh yeah, they put out a fine bike. Yeah. I've never seen a Suzuki commercial. I never see any Suzuki uh, print. Yeah. What, what the hell's up with that? Maybe they Are they going it. out of business? I don't know. Like I see their uh, GSXR models advertised here and there, but usually it's because they're on sale. They still have the Hayabusa. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe it's maybe it's our demographic. Maybe we're not predominantly anything with Suzuki. Like we live in an area where Kawasaki, Honda, and then obviously like Polaris and, and such like that. You know, they've got, they've got the stronghold here. Even, even most Kawasaki, the Kawasaki dealership near us sells Suzuki, but it's never thought of to go there for Suzuki stuff. You know what I mean? So maybe it's just not as. I've been wondering if they were going to, they're on their last legs. I don't know why they would be, but. I don't know. Cause I've seen them been getting into, uh, side by sides, like ATVs and side by sides. Really? So, I mean, they're still trying to produce stuff, I guess. All right. Well, I think we ought to probably wrap it up there just because I'm tired and I want you to get out. I agree. This has been a crappy session. I know. So maybe next time <laughs> we'll come up with something worth listening to. I agree. All you guys out there that's been liking it, sorry to let you down. Yeah. We've got to have it. <laughs> Sooner or later, we've got to have a bad review. So here, yeah. this is Here's, probably going to. We, we buttered this one up and give it to you on a platter. We'll so that... own it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that about wraps it up for today. Be sure to join us next time right here on Random Thoughts from the Road podcast. And if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. And we appreciate all of your comments, even if they're bad ones. It only helps us make the show better. Until next time, keep riding.